I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Most of what we are doing on a day-to-day basis has shit to do with the actual results that we want. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. I like the approach. He and I, I like the way he thinks, okay? And I like the frameworks that he's put together because they're cohesive. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Very concise, very specific. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. I like how it, you know, ties in sports with basically life and business. Very never disappointed. That's not here gave me something really good. I love it. We are very practical. He gives you the tools to put it together and implement. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. Work on your game. For all listeners of the show, I got to make sure you understand what the next step is and what the next level is in working with me and this work on your game universe that I've built. This podcast is not the last step. This is only the first step. The next step for you is to join me in my Bulletproof Mastermind and in my third day mastermind at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Let me tell you specifically what we work on. And those are both my group and my individual masterminds. First of all, we got to work on mindset. The biggest challenge that many people have, many of you who are listening right now, that is holding you back from the success and the outcomes that you want is not your tactics, is not the strategies you're using, is not a certain app or a certain process or any of that stuff that you think is the problem. The biggest challenge is your mindset because your mindset is what keeps you from seeing what you need to see and thusly doing what you need to do. And that's why you're not being who you need to be. So the biggest thing we work on in all of my mastermind programs, whether you're working in my group mastermind or my one-on-one is we gotta work on your mindset and your mentality and your approach. Once we get that down as the foundation on top of that, then we're going to build the strategies. Strategies are what exactly do I do? How exactly do I do it? Then there's the accountability, not only the accountability for you and making sure you're getting things done, but also the accountability of the process, making sure that the process is an accurate formula that is actually getting you to the outcomes that you want so that we can measure the results and how far you're getting or how far away you are. Then there's the execution and making sure that you're doing the same things the same way every time, following the disciplines and following the processes. You can join my masterminds and start working with me directly. This is the very next step. If you're listening to this show and you're ready to go to the next level, the next step is to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can join my group, Bulletproof Mastermind, or you can sign up for a call by clicking the link that says one-on-one coaching and sign up for a call with me. And we can talk about working one-on-one in my third day mastermind. That again is at workonyourgameuniversity.com to work with me directly. That is the next step here. Mindset, strategy, accountability, execution, workonyourgameuniversity.com. My next Work On Your Game Live event will be taking place May 5th and 6th, 2022. And this is going to be a virtual event, Thursday and Friday, full day events. And this is specifically for the thought leaders, personal brand builders and entrepreneurs who want to build your brand, build your business, and you want to finally go full-time in your business to where you're at least making enough money to cover your expenses and pay your bills so that you can quit your job and do your thing, your entrepreneurial thing, full-time. So this is specifically for those of you who are writing books, selling coaching, selling any type of training, you're selling courses, you're doing workshops, you're doing speaking gigs, live seminars, podcasting, 
and you want to start making a full-time income from that thing so you can stop doing all the other things and just do your thing full-time and you know the clock is ticking on you, this next Work On Your Game Live is the event for you. So I want you to go to workonyourgame.live. Notice that link, workonyourgame.live. And there you can see the details. This is going to be a two-day event. We're on day one. We're going to cover mindset and strategy. As you all know, the foundation of everything I do, we got to start with the mindset and the strategy so that you know you're working off of accurate formulas that actually work. What are you doing in entrepreneurship? What business are you actually in? What are your frameworks in place? Who are you trying to sell to? Who is your target client? What exactly are you giving them? We're going to cover all of that on day one in addition to more things. And on day two is application and execution. We're going to talk about putting together your offers. When you're putting yourself out there to the world, how do you put it out in such a way that gets people actually excited about buying what you're selling? How being prolific and putting your name and your brand and your mind and your ideas out there to the world is one of the biggest things you can do to make sure you're consistently generating new leads. In other words, new people who are knowing about what you're offering and excited about getting it. How to name your price. Any of you who's having challenges with pricing and money and getting money out of people, I know exactly why you're having those challenges and we will solve them on day two of working your game live. We're going to talk about the human capital you have in place, meaning the tools and skills and intangibles that you have in place, what you need to develop and what you need to go get from someone else. We're going to talk codifying your knowledge. How do you take the knowledge that is in your head, get it on paper, so to speak, so that you can actually transfer it and sell it to other people in a systemic way? We're going to talk about how you're making money because money is one of the biggest challenges for entrepreneurs here. And that's really one of the main outcomes that we want to get here is that you're making the kind of money that you want to make. You no longer have challenges with selling your products and you're no longer holding yourself back with your own negative money mindsets. All of that's going to be covered on day two with application and execution. So what I want you to do right now is go to workonyourgame.live. That's workonyourgame.live, L-I-V-E. Get your ticket for this two-day virtual event. That's a Thursday and a Friday. If you can't make it either day, we will have a replay available for everyone who has a ticket. That is going to be May 5th and 6th. I'm covering two full days, mindset and strategy on day one, application and execution on day two. This is specifically for the thought leaders, the brand builders, the coaches, the speakers, the book writers, the seminar deliverers, the speakers, all of you out there who want to make a full-time living from your intellectual property. That is the knowledge that is in your head. You want to turn into products and services that people can pay you for, and you want to do it full-time, but you're not quite there yet. I'm going to help you get there. I know the formulas. I know the systems. I have the process. You join me at Work On Your Game. Live. I will see you in May and let's get to getting this money. Work on your game. Live. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and offensively, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get to use those personal initiative that is the go getter energy that makes any one of us, including yourself. It's going to make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is what I would tell students if I was invited to speak at a career day. Here's what I would tell students if I wanted to tell them about careers and what it is like in the quote unquote real world when you get out of school and you get out here and you, know, you get out there doing the things that you're going to be doing in your, again, your real life after school. Now, before I get into explaining where this topic came from and why I'm talking about it and what I would say, first, let me tell everybody, I have a daily motivation text that comes out every single day. I send it free of charge to everyone who's in my texting community. 
You could be part of that community for free. All you got to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. Just send me a text at that number right now. Don't wait till the end of the episode. Send it to me right now. And every day you'll be getting my daily motivation text for free straight to your phone. Now, this topic here today, what I would tell students if I was speaking to them at a career day, just telling them about what are the things that I have learned and what I know now that I have seen, you know, the quote unquote real world outside of school. The reason why I'm talking about this is because actually, first of all, before I even get into that, let me tell you some episodes where I've talked about these kind of things in the past. In episode 1088, I told you about what I've learned about the quote unquote real world as compared to what I was told it would be like in the real world. And also in episodes number 1722 through 1727, I did a virtual Q&A with some students from a high school up in, I forget what state this was, somewhere in the the Midwest, where one of the teachers that was listening to the show, he just asked me if I would come and do like a Zoom with the kids. And I said, all right, I'm going to have you tell the kids to send in all the questions that they have, and I'll just go through and answer as many as I can live. And then I told them I would record episodes answering the rest of them. There were so many questions. I did a five-part series answering every single one of those questions. So 1722 through 1727. So if you go listen to those, you will hear that whole series. That was a six part series where I answered all those questions. And it was actually an entrepreneurship class. So they want to know specifically about entrepreneurship. So I answered all the questions there. Who knows? Now, the kids have applied any of those messages. But anyway, where this came from was I was on, I logged into Instagram one morning. And the first thing that came up on my feed was somebody that I know. He's an entrepreneur and he was speaking at some school. Maybe it was a school that he used to go to or something like that. And it was a career day. I saw in his little caption that he had been asked to come speak at the career day. And I thought to myself, hmm, what if a school asked me to come speak at career day about entrepreneurship? What are some of the things that I would say? Now, I'm going to tell you in a tongue in cheek way, but I'm kind of, which means I'm kind of joking, but I'm kind of not. There are some things that I would share with students at a career day that I don't know if the administrators and the teachers at the schools would be too happy about, which might be a reason why I might not get invited to a career day. I'm even saying this here out loud. So I'm kind of shooting this opportunity in the foot, but I'm going to say it anyway. And I'm going to tell you here today. So if there are any teachers listening to this that like what you hear, then you can get in touch with me. So actually, I'm going to share what I'm going to say here today. And it's going to be maybe the exact reason that some teachers would say hell no, or some teachers would say hell yes. And it's not actually even honestly the teachers themselves. I know some teachers who listen to the show might be the administrators or the bosses or the principals or who knows, maybe even the parents that might not like some of the things that I would share. But that's the exact reason why it needs to be shared. So let's get into what those things are and you can judge for yourself. Point number one topic once again today is what I would tell students if I was speaking at a career day. Number one, first thing the students need to understand especially college students, but also high school students. Man, I would probably limit myself to high school and college. I don't know if I would go any younger than that. But here's the number one thing you need to understand, students. Your teachers, professors, and the administrators at your school, you know those people that work there? All right. They work for you. You don't work for them. Now, see, this point right here is probably getting a bunch of teachers to say, all right, we're never bringing this guy in. <laughs> we're never bringing this guy on campus to come speak to our students. But this is an absolute fact. Any parents listening to this right now who's paying for a college for your kid? Okay. All right. We know how the world works, right? The boss is the person who's paying the money. Your teachers are getting paid. The administrators on your campus are getting paid. The professors are getting paid. And guess who's paying them? You're paying them. If you're a parent paying taxes, you're paying the teacher salaries at your kid's high school. 
if you are paying for tuition for your kid to go to college, you are the one who is paying for that education. And if you don't like the way something's going, then you got a right to speak on it. Interestingly enough, what we're seeing a lot of these days is schools trying to do things the way that they want to do them and parents pushing back and saying, well, no, you're not going to do things that way. And there being these big arguments and parents showing up to school board meetings. And I see these clips sometimes on social media, parents just going off on teachers and administrators of school board meetings because the teachers are trying to do things one way when the parents are like, wait a minute, we're the bosses here. We're the ones paying the money. Y'all getting paid by us. Y'all not the bosses. We're the bosses. And this is what I want students to understand, especially in college, because it costs y'all a lot more money than it's even costing in high school. Y'all are the bosses. Y'all are the ones that are paying the money. The school works for you. You do not work for the school. Your tax dollars, your tuition money, your scholarship money, even if you're on scholarship, is paying them. That's going into their pockets. That's where they get their checks from. So you're the boss. This is why you see parents getting angry at school board meetings over you no know, curriculums. There's you no know, teachers want to teach kids about the LGBT world at very young ages or forcing kids to wear masks when they don't want them to be doing it because the parents know that they're the boss. Or the adults understand this because they lived enough life to understand it. But when you're 18, 19 years old, you might not quite understand this. That's why I would tell them this up front. So students, again, as children, often don't understand this. So now, you know, this point alone, as I already said, pretty much guarantees that very few schools would ever bring me in as a guest speaker because I'd be basically slapping the teacher right in the face with this first point, even if this wasn't part of what I planned to say, just because I said it right here. But anyway, I'm not pining for an invitation to a career day. That's what I'm doing here on the show. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is what I would tell students if I was invited to speak at a career day. Number two, most of what you learn here meaning at school, I'm assuming that I'm in a school talking to kids. Most of what you learn here will not be applicable in real life. So going back here, when I was in school, we would often say to ourselves and sometimes to our teachers, and we'd be doing especially things like math class and things like that. When are we ever going to need this in real life? When are we ever going to actually use this? We're just doing this. The teachers just making us do this, just busy work just so they can feel important or make it feel like we're doing something. And you know, the teachers will have some type of pushback on this, nothing really useful, but and our parents will sometimes have a pushback on it. Again, nothing really useful. So here, let me solve the mystery for you that you are absolutely right. Most of the stuff you're learning in school and having to do in school and the assignments that you're doing and the, the projects that you're turning in have zero application in real life. Nothing. None at all. However, even though most of the stuff you're doing has no real life application, it does have value. Those are two different things. And let me tell you what the value is. Because when you get into the quote unquote real world, and you have a job or you're running a business, hopefully it doesn't happen as much if you're running a business. But if you get a job, which many people will, most of what you do when you're working at your job won't have shit to do with the bottom line of the success that your work is producing. In other words, you're going to be doing a whole lot of stuff that is doing absolutely nothing to move your business forward, absolutely nothing to help the company that you're working for advance, but you're going to be doing it anyway. You can be doing a whole lot of stuff that has absolutely no effect on the bottom line. The same way that in school, you're doing a whole lot of stuff that has absolutely no effect on the bottom line. And let me give you a secret. Your teachers know this. They understand this, but they can't say it to you out loud and they can't confirm it when you ask them, because if they did, they would lose their jobs. And yeah, we'll just leave it at that. This is Pareto's principle, which hopefully y'all have learned in school. Again, I'm assuming I'm talking to a bunch of students here. Pareto's principle is also known as the 80-20 rule, which states what? 80% of our efforts are producing only 20% of the results and vice versa. 20% of our efforts are producing 80% of the results, which means most of what we are doing on a day-to-day -day basis has shit to do with the actual results that we want. 
but we do it anyway. This is how most human beings operate. This is Pareto's principle. It is not Pareto's idea. It is not Pareto's opinion. It is not Pareto's belief. It is Pareto's principle because this is what human beings do. There are only a few essential things that you, we, I, all of us are doing every day that are really leading to the outcomes that we want. Everything else we're doing is bullshit busy work that we often do just so we can feel like we are being quote unquote productive or that we can look like we're being productive to our bosses. Now, those bosses can be several in several different forms. In school, when you're in class, the boss is the teacher, even though they're ostensibly they're not a boss. But when you're sitting in the classroom and they're in the front of the room, they are ostensibly the boss. You have to do busy work just so you look like you're doing something to the teacher and the teacher looks like they're doing something to their boss and the principal looks like they're doing something to their boss. And the shit is just flowing downhill. This is just the way that it works. Our school is just getting you ready for what it's going to be like in the real world for the most part. Again, there are some exceptions, but for the most part, this is pretty much what is getting you ready for the same bullshit you're doing in school. You're going to be doing this bullshit at work. Only difference is you're getting paid for it. That's it. So you get older and you got kids and now you don't have a choice to decide to not do it because now you can't pay your bills if you don't. That's not basically the only thing that changes over time when you go and get a job. Again, this is all the reason why I would not be speaking at a career day. Your teachers are just as guilty as you are of violating Pareto's principle, doing 80% stuff that has no effect on the bottom line, really, for the most part. They're just guilty as you are, but don't be mad at them for it. Okay. So I don't want any of you. And I would probably, if I speak at a career, they got to tell the teachers to get out. I got to kick the teachers out of the room before I start talking. And I would tell the students, don't be mad at the teachers just because you have this realization that I just explained to you that they are violating Pareto's principle as much as you are and as much as you will when you get older and you go and get yourself a job. Because all of your teachers are doing, because they are not bosses, they are not the ones making the rules. All they're doing is following rules that were handed down to them by their bosses, who are usually the principals. And the principals are only following rules that were handed down to them by their bosses, who are somewhere in the school district. And they are only following rules that were handed down to them by their bosses, who are usually some people in the local government. So again, we call this shit flowing downhill. So it's a shit idea that it started with and then just flows downhill and it eventually gets down to you, the people at the lowest rung of the ladder, which are you, the students. All right. So the shit that you're dealing with right now, again, the only thing that's going to change in the future is instead of being a student, you'll be an employee and the shit's still going to flow downhill. The best way to get out of this whole situation is to get out of that game. And that's a whole different conversation for a different day, but I'm just letting you know what it is just in case you find yourself there and you wonder how the hell it happened. School is grooming you for this. So in school, just as you will in real life, you are doing a bunch of work that's completely useless, but it makes it look like you're giving effort. All right. Now, how many adults were listening to this right now? How many of you are at work right now? And I just described what you do for the most of every single day. All right. You don't have to confirm it. You don't have to say it out loud, but you know just as well as I do. How many of you are on your way to work? You know exactly what I'm talking about. You know just as well as I do. You're doing a bunch of stuff that doesn't really affect anything, but it makes it look like you're working so that they keep paying you. Now, students, you all should get really good at doing this busy work or at least making it look like you're trying at this busy work because this is a skill that you will need and you will use when you get out of here. Okay, so keep it in mind, this is not something to be dismissed. No, none of the stuff you're doing in school in class every day is gonna be applicable in real life, but the skill of looking like you give a damn about it that will be applicable in real life because you're going to need it. So let me give you a related bonus lesson. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is what I would tell students if I was speaking at a career day. And I already said this twice already here today. Number three, shit flows downhill. What exactly does that mean? 
as I already explained it. You get a shit idea starts at the top with a person who does actually have authority. Then they pass it down to their subordinate and they pass it down, they pass it down, they pass it down. So it finally gets to the bottom of the pyramid who are you, the students right now. But in the future, it'll be the workers or maybe even the customers. But those businesses will go out of business. They give too much shit to their customers. But everybody gets what I'm saying here. There is only one possible way to avoid this busy work, this busy work where you're getting 80% of your effort goes into it, but it's only producing 20% of the work. And that is to put yourself at the top of the food chain in your line of work. That's the only way to escape this cycle of nothingness is to put yourself at the top of the food chain. In that position, you actually want to make sure you're doing as much of the 20% work that produces 80% of the results. First of all, you got to figure out what that is and then focus your energies, time, attention, money on those things. Now, why is this? Why would I suggest you do this? Well, I mean, you, by deductive reasoning, you might be able to figure that out. But if I had to spell it out, it's because your bottom line depends on it. Your bottom line is based on the 20% efforts that lead to 80% of the results. The more of those you do, the more results you produce. I mean, are you a results-based person? I hope you are, because if not, then you, I don't know if I came to the right school today. So you get to actually, when you start focusing on this, if you position yourself to where you can focus on it, you get to do real productive work every single day and do as much of it as possible. Doesn't that sound good? Now, that's a fun job. That's a job that I would suggest you go sign up for. Any other space in which you are not doing this, you're going to find yourself having to compromise and do shit that not only doesn't make sense, you also don't want to do it. It is logically nonsensical. And no matter how much you protest, nothing's going to change. Why? Because shit flows downhill and it also moves very slow. The bigger the organization you're in, the slower things will change, even when you have a logical argument for why they should change. Now, I would tell you, Here's what I would normally tell you, students. Again, I'm assuming I'm talking to students here. I would normally tell you to ask your teachers to confirm what I just explained to you, but none of them would be willing to say it out loud or go on the record because, as I just said, they would get fired if they did. So they had to pretend the same way you got to pretend. All right, there's a whole lot of in life, what you'll learn the older you get. And as you get into your positions, like your teachers are in their positions, there's a whole lot of people pretending things that are not real just so they can maintain their position. And it's not a, I wouldn't say that's an ideal way to live, but this is the way a lot of people live. But the good thing is I'm here and I don't have to pretend to go along to get along anywhere. But since there are so many people who do, they can't tell you what I can tell you. All right. That's why it was a good idea for your teachers to bring me in here for today's career day. I talked about why people go along to get along in episode 2020 on my podcast, by the way. So that link is down below in the show notes for you students who are listening. Again, it's episode 2020. Why people go along to get along. Point number four. Today's topic, once again is what I would tell students if I was invited to speak at a career day. And everything I'm telling you here today, by the way, is the reason why I would not be invited. But I was supposed to tell you something about good news, right? I told you a whole lot of the shit that you're going to have to deal with as you go into your careers in life. But let me tell you some good news. Here's the good news. Good news is there's a way out of all of this. And it's a simple way, but not necessarily easy, depending on who you are. Here it is. Learn how to sell. That's it. Four words. Learn how to sell. Learn how to sell products. Learn how to sell services. Learn how to sell yourself, most of all. When you can sell, you always have options. When you can sell, you always have options. If you cannot sell, then you don't have options. Your options are limited. You're basically limited to what you can get. When you can sell, you will never be stuck in life. When you can sell, you can work your way out of any situation. When you cannot sell, 
you will be stuck where you are and you will be at the mercy of other people and their opinions and their whims. Selling is the most valuable skill because it requires a bunch of sub skills, sub skills such as communication, people reading, listening, speaking, negotiating, closing, killer instinct. All of those are sub skills to go with selling. You need all of those to be a successful salesperson. So what I would suggest you do is learn how to sell. That is a basically your get out of jail free card for all the shit that I told you in the first three points. Got it. So that's the good news from everything I told you here today. Learn how to sell. And here's some other neutral news. You can look at this as good or bad is that none of your teachers is qualified to teach you how to sell because if they really could sell and listen, no disrespect, none of the teachers who are listening to me here today, they wouldn't be teachers if they could sell. That's just my opinion. But again, this is my show. All that being said, let's recap today's class, which is what I would tell students if I was at a career day and speaking. I saw someone who was at a career day speaking at their, I think it was their old high school. And I thought to myself, hmm, wonder what I would say if I was speaking at a career day, if I had to prepare a presentation, what are some things that I would say? Maybe I wouldn't say these exact things I'm saying here today, but here's what I would tell. Here's what I'm telling you all that a student does need to know moving forward. So point number one, students, your teachers, professors, and school administrators, they work for you. You do not work for them. Parents know this. That's why your parents go to school board meetings and they argue with the school board administrators and they argue with the teachers. This is why your parents go to your college campuses and yell at the administrators because they know they're the ones who put the money up. The person who's putting the money up is the boss. Students, as children, most of you, and young adults, y'all don't understand this yet because you haven't had enough life experience, but now you know. I don't know if you do anything with it, but you should understand it. Point number two, most of what you learn here is not applicable, like you already know. But it does have value because in school, you got to do a lot of busy work. It's bullshit to make it look like you're working hard just to satisfy the dog and pony show that's going on. Well, guess what happens when you get a job? Same thing. A whole bunch of busy work that makes it look like you're working hard to satisfy the dog and pony show to make it look like you're doing something. This is a reflection of what we know as Pareto's principle or the 80-20 rule. 80% of your efforts are producing 20% of the results. 20% of your efforts are producing 80% of the results. Everything else is busy work and your teachers are just as guilty of this as you are, but it's not their fault. They are not the ones who make the rules. All they are doing is executing the plan that was handed to them by their bosses and they're executing the plan handed to them by their bosses and they got plans from their bosses. This is a reflection of point number three. Shit flows downhill. There is only one possible way to avoid the busy work that I just explained, and that is to put yourself at the top of the food chain where you get to actually determine what gets done and what does not get done. So you're not doing a whole bunch of the bullshit. I would ask your teachers to confirm this, but many of them are unqualified to confirm it because they do not know what it feels like to be in that position, number one. And number two, if they confirm that a lot of what they're doing is bullshit, they might end up losing their jobs, thus their paychecks and their food, clothing, shelter. So don't put them in that in unenviable position. Point number four, I'm supposed to tell you something about good news. Here it is. Learn how to sell. That's the good news is a directive. Learn how to sell. When you can sell, you can basically write your own ticket. You can get out of any situation. You are never stuck. You are never in a situation without options when you know how to sell. If you can't sell, then you got a problem. And you basically are going to have to go through all of this shit that I just told you about in the first three points. Good thing about selling is that it involves a bunch of sub skills in addition to selling because you have to be good at communicating, people reading, listening, speaking, negotiating, closing, and having a killer instinct, all of which are useful in other areas of life as well. You need all of these to be a successful person, let alone a salesperson. So all that being said, I thank you students for your time here and hopefully this leads you to a beautiful career. Now, if everybody listens to this show, three things I'm going to tell you to do. Number one, get my daily motivation text by texting me at my number 305-384-6894. Number two, 
get my Bulletproof Bulletin magazine. Every single month, I'm sending this out to everyone who is subscribed to my magazine. I'll give you your first issue free, physical mailing straight to your doorstep. Go to bulletproofbulletin.com. That is listed down below in the show notes. And number three, join my Bulletproof Mastermind. That is the next step where you start working with me directly. I do a live training every single week, open conversation, Q&A, and you get to connect with other serious professionals who've been handpicked by me who are serious about taking their games to the next level just like you are. Join there by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.